It's a Northwest Lifestyle Weekend on Como News. Welcome to the Fast Lane. Nick Miles is our auto expert, so drop it into gear. It's a green flag. Here's Nick. Well, welcome to this week's show. Uh, Jen and I are standing in the middle of the Ridge Motorsports Park, which is in Shelton, Washington. And we are here to do what, Jen? We are going to drive on the track today and tomorrow's mud. So we are testing 26 of the top trucks and SUVs, CUVs, uh, utility vehicles to choose the Northwest's best utility vehicles available. Um, the first day is, by the way, you can hear coffee being made in the background. We're standing right next to the barista stand, which is where all good radio show hosts should be. Um, we are going to test the vehicles uh, today. Uh, the first day is on track, and the second hour will be tomorrow, which will be the off-road version of the course. So uh, they're all lined up, sta- sitting out here, these vehicles. Um, which one are you going to start to drive, Jen? Which are you? You know, I'm really debating. There's so many good vehicles out here. You know, I think I want to try the Ram Rebel. You know me and my trucks. Yes, you are a truck girl. Yes. Uh, there are some interesting offerings this year. Uh, one of the most interesting offerings is there is a Sprinter 4x4 van, which is something you wouldn't actually consider to be uh, a family utility vehicle. but Or an off-roader. Or, but it's a 4x4. Yeah. It's a Sprinter. We know it's capable. I've had these things off-road before. And the cool thing about it is it, it can have multiple passenger seats in it. So not only can you be tossed around, but you could toss around everybody else in the vehicle. Right on. We can make Ryan stick in the back this time (laughs) Um, all right so what else do we have Uh, there is of course the classic g-wagon which is painted in army green which i think sounded cool the new ford uh, echo sport which i have been driving this week think it's uh, really great Um, selection of big and small vehicles including the new expedition from ford the vw uh, all track there is also a tiguan an atlas from vw here as well the armada from nissan the titan truck from nissan the ram rebel the wrangler the jeep compass no. And a whole nother road we haven't even started with. I know. Isn't Chevy bringing something? Uh, Chevy has the ZR2 here. So be. we'll be testing that. So we've divided these vehicles up into several categories. There's the trucks. Of course, those are the open bed vehicles. Um, we're going to test the trucks. There are the uh, SUVs, the family size, family style, small, and the compact, and the large, the midsize to large. There are some luxury vehicles, and then there are some wagons. We're going to get to test them all. Toyotas, Acuras, um, VWs, BMWs, Hyundais. There's everything here. We've got a great selection. Uh, so you're going you're gonna to delve into the trucks. Yeah. We're going to also have an opportunity to talk to some of the people that brought these vehicles. That's and we have really a, exciting. Yeah, we have a few cool things. We also have a display here from Nissan, which is a Nissan Titan. And on the back of the Titan is a tent. So you can actually uh, climb into that tent and spend the night. Do you want to spend the night here, Jen? Sure. It's going to be a bit cold. cold. (laughs) It's it's probably uh, the sun is already out. It is uh, the Ridge Motorsports Park here in Shelton. It is probably about 60 degrees. I'm hoping it's going to be about 80 today. They said about 73. Yeah, 73. So, But I'm hoping standing in the sunshine. And then... In the second half of the show, which will be tomorrow, we'll be on this off-road course. Now, uh, the guys who own Shelton, uh, who own the Ridge, 
have had all of their um, big diggers and graders out and they have an absolutely outstanding uh, course built for off-roading which includes mud, water, hills, logs, uh, steep downhills, very narrow cambering, uh, we're going to get wheels off the ground, we're, um, the event is actually called Mudfest and we are going to get muddy. Can't wait for tomorrow, stay tuned. <laughs> so that's kind of the, out the lay of the ground what we're going to be doing um, there are reps here from all the major companies so they're going to be helping us through drive the vehicles and at the end of the show in the very last segment we'll be able to tell you what the winners are for the northwest outdoor activity vehicle of the year so why do we do this we're doing this because when you go to buy a vehicle you're not going to be able to do this with it all right coming up we'll be talking to some of the people that brought the cars we'll be in the cars test driving them and jen will be covered in mud that's next <laughs> More Our Auto Expert with Nick Miles is coming up on Como News. Start your engines and they're off. Back to Our Auto Expert, Nick Miles. This is Como News. Welcome back to the show. We're still out of the Ridge Motocross, sports, uh, off-roading, lots of different SUVs, trucks, and uh, small crossovers. And uh, we've jumped into the Jeep Wrangler. Scott Brown is here, our friend from Jeep. Uh, Scott, you actually uh, work for Fiat Chrysler Automobiles, and you have represented three different vehicles today. I'm one of the lucky ones, yes. (laughs) Um. So what did you bring? You know, we brought two Jeeps, um, bought a Wrangler, specifically the Rubicon edition, so the off-road. We bought um, a new Jeep Cherokee, uh, the refreshed Jeep Cherokee, again, Trailhawk, the off-road version, and we brought a Ram Rebel, kind of the off-road truck. Right, so that's, the, and of course the Ram, the new 1500 version, the Rebel version of that, uh, just about hitting dealers as we speak, or, or at least orders are being taken. Uh, no, they're, 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 um, they're being delivered. So we started, boy, a couple weeks ago. Okay. Uh, let's so let's first of all talk about the Wrangler. We're sitting inside of it. Uh, this vehicle we did. We've just done the off-roading. To, so we've done the on-roading today. We'll do the off-roading tomorrow in the second half of the show. So on-road, this was not the most comfortable vehicle, was it ever? Oh come on! No, it's, honestly, this this is probably one of the first times that I'm absolutely pleased that you're doing on road with a Wrangler. Um, you know, it always used to be let's let's immediately with Wrangler let's immediately go off road because that's where it shines. That's what it was really designed to do. Um, this current Wrangler, this new 2018 JL as we call it, um, the, we absolutely want people to drive it on road because. Everything has been reimagined for the road, and that was the big challenge for us. Is we yes, we protected the design, we protected the capability. Um, the open air experience is better than it ever has been. The tops are better. The door still come off. The windshield still goes down. So all of the Jeep things that make a Wrangler a Wrangler, we've absolutely protected. But on road is where we've spent a lot of time. So refinement, um, eight speed automatic transmissions, electro uh, electric assist on the steering. Um, this the suspension has been retuned. Um, for, for, for more compliance and for better handling. And so the Wrangler absolutely still shines off-road, but it is not the compromise that it once was on-road. So we're very proud of, of how this handles on-road. And I agree. I would, I would totally agree. The new Wrangler is absolutely awesome on-road. I mean, it's 
I would take a road trip in it, whereas in the old one, maybe I would have had a numb bum syndrome by the time I'd uh, been on the road for a couple hundred miles. Uh, you also, of course, you're, you brought the uh, the new Rebel, uh, which is based off the 1500. Uh, 1500 looks like, from all indications, that it's just going to hit it out of the park. Yeah, well, the, the engineering team and the design team left no stone unturned with that truck. Whether it's an all-new frame, high-strength steel, it's been lightened. Um, so the engineering that has gone into that truck to make it more efficient, to make it lighter, to make it handle better, to, to just to be a work truck. Capability, it, it, you can now tow a trailer up to 12,700 pounds. The payload is up to 2,300 pounds. There's a mild hybrid system that's available that helps with the fuel economy. The diesel is still there. So from an engineering standpoint, that truck just absolutely is mind-blowing, all of the things that they've done to it. The interiors, the refinement on the interiors. Um, yeah, yes, the exterior. It's like a family car, basically. Well, it, yeah. I mean, it's 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 better than a luxury car. Um, the the rear seat, the, the flat, the fold, the, the the flat floor. You know, you, you look at how much room in the crew cab. We've put an additional four inches of, of room in there. The twelve inch screen that's available as our top screen, the largest screen in, in in its segment, and one of the top in the industry. The new gen, next generation U Connect is unbelievable, mind blowing. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that a little bit because you've really. Uh, gone away from just giving us a radio system in the car you've basically given us a, a dvr or a radio vr right you know i i actually and we're not talking about it enough and and it's going to come out but in the satellite radio world there is a moment that is happening right now and it's and it's a netflix moment for the radio and if you guys remember netflix was all about you know and we got the dvds for 10 years and it's like what the hell's going on but it says netflix so we knew that it was coming over the net the streaming of tv shows and of movies was coming. Well, now it's the streaming of radio shows on demand when you want to listen to them. There's a search feature now on this radio. And so you can search. You want to listen to Howard Stern and Sam Kinison interviews? You can search that, and it'll pull up every interview that Howard Stern did with Sam Kinison, as long as it's cataloged in the SiriusXM cloud. And they've got hundreds of shows, thousands of hours of shows that have been cataloged that live online, and now through through um, through um, the, the cellular connection or through Wi-Fi, those things will be streamed to your car. All right, let's talk about how the Ram does on-road. And we'll talk about the Cherokee, which you also brought here when we come back. Keep listening. Nick Miles, our auto expert, is moments away on Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Jump right in and put the pedal to the floor. Our auto expert with Nick Miles continues. We're back at the Ridge Motorsports Park here in Shelton, Washington, and we're talking to Scott Brown about the vehicles that Fiat Chrysler Automobiles have brought. Uh, so we, we talked about the uh, the Ram Rebel. We talked about its updates for 2018. And uh, by the way, so the, the, the noise above us that you may be able to hear is drones as our camera crews uh, fly their drones above us. Uh, Scott, the, the Ram is primarily going to be used on the road. Uh, there are, There is some... Uh, off-roading with this vehicle on farms but primarily this vehicle is going to be a hauler a tower a family transporter so how does it handle on road yeah well you know we will tell you and we hope consumers go out and drive the trucks that it's by far the best handling vehicle on the road and the reason for that is we're the only mid-sized truck that uses coil 
suspension, right? Both steel coil and then air suspension. You know, we have airbags. Everybody else is still using leaf springs. And, and leafs are great. It's a, a, it's a very efficient, cheap way to do something. But with coils, you can have coils that, that, well, when you put the air suspension, we got four inches travel all the way up and all the way down. That helps for load leveling. That helps for loading or, or getting grandma into the truck. You can lower it down to a kneeling position. It helps for aerodynamics and fuel efficiency because the truck's going to kneel down and make it more fuel efficient. Um, but our suspensions, you know, are the best in, in the half half uh, half ton segment for many many for handling for comfort for across the board. One of the things I was most impressed about with the vehicle is if you want to uh, tow something with it, you just basically use the internal cameras. It guides you into to the tow hitch, and then you can lower the truck right on the tow hitch. Yeah, you can lower it down to its kneeling position, and then when you get underneath that ball, you can raise it. You don't even have to get out of your truck. You know, it's you're backed in with a camera, and you lower it, and then you raise it when you're underneath the ball, and it, it pops on. So yeah, that that suspension really helps in that respect. All right, the other vehicle that you brought is a vehicle that broke a lot of the rules when the first generation came out, and that is the Cherokee. Uh, you, you broke the rules of, of what Jeep was known for as far as their fascia, uh, but you, you still kept the theme in there, and it was really the modern interpretation of the new Jeep, and it's continued to be that family modern interpretation of transportation. Right, yeah, you know, huge, huge amount of pressure and, and effort on our part to make a vehicle that gives you the great handling on road you know it's that it's it's kind of in that in that mid-size crossover segment where most of the vehicles it competes with are, are basically car based front wheel drive based um, and they're they're basically glorified you know grocery getters that are good in parking lots and on pavement um, this vehicle will get the fuel economy it will handle fantastic on the road it has all of the safety and all of the creature comforts that people demand and want but it's the only vehicle in the segment that has a locking rear differential, right? It's the only one that will come with a, a nice, aggressive, all-terrain tire. It's got tow hooks. And so the dual-mode personality of that vehicle, whether it's going to be street or whether it's going to be off-road, it absolutely crushes the competition when it, when it wants to get dirty and when you need it to get dirty. It also can tow a trailer up to 4,500 pounds. And so, yeah, for, for 19, we've got a new front fascia, the new new some... Uh, some new refinements on the inside. We've got a new 2-liter motor, a 2-liter direct injection turbo, um, our new premium motor, 295 pound-feet of torque, 270 horsepower. So um, the new engine that's strong, um, but yeah, just an unbelievable all-around vehicle. Should uh, should like Toyota, VW, Nissan, Mitsubishi, Subaru be worried? Absolutely. <laughs> the standby off-road coming up in the second hour. Homo News 1000 FM 97.7. Our auto expert with Nick Miles will be right back. Our auto expert continues on Como News. Here's Nick Miles. All right, we have jumped inside the new Echo Sport from Ford, and I'm with uh, Jessica, who's uh, from Ford. Tell me... This is, first of all, Jessica, we should say this is the smallest SUV on the market, isn't it? It is the smallest smallest SUV in the market. Um, we just brought it over from overseas. It's been in the market since 2003. We're very excited to have it over here in uh, North America. So it's kind of cool. Like when you think of, when you say small SUV, everyone thinks like, oh, wah, wah. but it's definitely not a wah, wah, wah vehicle. It's really exciting. No, it's not. It's very exciting. So uh, we're just now introducing this to the market. 
Uh, it is the smallest SUV in the class. It has uh, comes with a one liter engine and also a two liter engine. So you can shoot, pick your poison. You can get, you know, your very peppy uh, one liter or your more powerful two liter and uh, and get things going in a sportier mode. It, so it has it also has an all wheel drive option. That's only on the two liter, right? That is correct. The uh, SES uh, trim level. So that is directly connected to the two liter with uh, four wheel drive. Yeah, four wheel drive. And, and I actually enjoyed that very much. It's the one I've been driving for a whole week um the cool thing about this is the technology on the inside as well right oh, so yes. so you can talk to your car from your home you can from your phone you know it's it's like all in yeah so that comes with the amazon alexa integration with ford's new uh, app link so what you can do if you have an amazon echo at home if you want to say hey alexa how much gas do i have in the car and she'll let you know or hey can you start the car before you even leave the house you have that ability or if you are in the car and say alexa where's the nearest coffee shop or alexa where's the nearest gas station you can do that or turn your lights on if you have all that capability uh with amazon uh in your home so so my home um, maybe a little bit of geekness here you didn't need to hear but my home, the window blinds, the door locks, the vacuum, everything's on Alexa. So um, I could actually have a clean, lit TV on house when I come home. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. So you want to say, hey, Alexa, like vacuum the floors before yeah. I get home, <laughs> then you can absolutely do that from your vehicle. And, you know, if I was to call home and ask for that to be done, I'd be in super trouble when I got <laughs> home. But Alexa's more than happy to help. Uh one of the things that Ford wanted to do with the new Echo Sport is to make lots of room for people on the inside. So they didn't hide their cubbies, did they? No, not at all. It has about 30 uh, storage bins, hooks, and just places to put things. We made sure you could use every inch of the interior. So, yeah, it's small, but it's a really big package. And I don't think it's that small, actually, on the inside. I mean, I feel like because of the way you package the car, there's a lot of room for things. And then you've even given us things like two USB ports up front, whereas a lot of car companies struggle to get one in the front dash. Yeah, you got two USB ports up there. You also have uh, charger ports in the back. And also there is plug-in vault in the back. So if you need to charge a laptop or anything like that. So the other thing I think is kind of cool is uh, it's not got a traditional tailgate. First of all, the handle's in a very different place. Yeah, so the handle is hidden in the rear right taillight. Try saying that three times fast. <laughs> but yeah, they hid the handle in the rear right taillight, and then it swings open. So it's, you know, kind of, it's, it's kind of clever how they do that. Yeah, so most, most cars will swing up. And of course, I'm only 5'4". I always have a hard time. <laughs> like, I, if there's not a button, I'm in trouble if I have to pull it down. You made it very easy to swing from right to left. And, and when we say the handle's in the taillight, it actually is embedded in the taillight. So you have to put your hand inside the taillight and pop the door, which is kind of cool. Yeah, and, and it trips a lot of people out when they get it, but that's usually the most astonishing thing. And then folks like me who are about 5'2 in height, it gives you access to the roof. And also it has a big wide bumper. So if you want to tailgate, this is the perfect SUV to do so. Uh, one of the other things that I should also point out as well about this car is its starting price is absolutely unbelievable reasonable 19.995 so under 20 grand for a really good small suv all right and finally uh miles per gallon it doesn't suck either it does not suck <laughs> no it's 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 great it's um yep 27 uh combined and then you get the ses if you want something a little sportier which i believe is at 20 uh 25 but 
I I may have got considerably less than that racing through the streets of Chicago recently, but <laughs> but but the two liter was a whole lot of fun, and, and knowing that you have all wheel drive was amazing. Jessica, thank you very much for talking to us. When we come back, we're going to talk about the VWs that are entered in in Mudfest and find out how they're going to do on road. Stay tuned. There's more to come with Nick Miles on Como News. It's our auto expert on Como News. Here's more with Nick Miles. Welcome back to the show. We're still at the Ridge Motorsports Park uh, doing Mudfest, test driving 26 of the United States best trucks, SUVs, and CUVs. I have jumped in to the VW Atlas, the largest Volkswagen SUV that they make right now, and Will from VW is with me. So Will, you brought three different cars to the event this year so we could test them out. Uh, tell us what they are. We did. We brought uh, the Atlas, as you mentioned, and we have our all-new Tiguan and a Alltrack as well. So uh, I've noticed that VW have gone uh, head over heels into the SUV game. Uh, you now have uh, all the main players in the game, and maybe there's some space for some new ones. I know you guys have been kind of teasing a few new vehicles over the last year, and the new van as well, which you've teased us for about five years with. Uh, so, But let's talk about these cars. So first of all, the Alltrack, it's basically a lifted station wagon, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, it's based off the uh, the golf sport wagon. Uh, it rides, uh, it's lifted up about an inch or so, so it has a greater ground clearance, and also comes with all-wheel drive standard to it. Um, I do like it very much because often people will be looking for something that's a cross between a SUV and a wagon, and that's really what it is with that little lift on it. And I've also seen, I went to the uh, the rally uh, rallycross races last year, and you guys had a special edition display model which you'd made, which had a bigger lift on it, I think, an even an even bigger lift on it. It looked even more impressive with big wheels and tires. Um, I, I would hope one day you might actually produce that. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah, that was a, a vehicle that our experiential marketing department had put together for the uh, the different uh, fan and um, enthusiast related events that they do throughout the year. But yeah, it it, it looked good. It also shows you um, you know the the potential of the car. We have, as you know, we have a huge uh, aftermarket following and fan base that uh, will do just about anything to our cars and right. And they de definitely uh, could do something like that. Let's talk about the Tiguan. Uh, this uh, can come in a three-row or a two-row version of the vehicle. It's probably the biggest segment of SUVs currently. Um, and it's always been a big seller, but now there's an even more reason for it to be a bigger seller with a third row. Yeah, this one's it's a, a totally uh, different departure from the, the last Tiguan, which was a great selling car for us. Um, this one does have the option for a, a third row to give it more space, more capacity inside. Uh, it's built on our new MQB platform, which allows uh, greater flexibility in terms of, of design. Uh, and it's just a all-around good-looking, you know, handsome car to be in. It's really, really striking, really has a presence on the road. And it's also very easy to steer. I noticed going through the slalom with it at speed that it uh, it was easy to get around the cones with. And let's finally turn to this, the Atlas. Uh, this is the big baby. This is what Americans want. They want big. They want family. Uh, but the starting price is uh, pretty jaw-dropping of this Atlas. 
yeah, the uh, the the fact that this car starts at like low 30s uh, is pretty amazing, uh, and then even fully fully loaded, every single option you can get on it on the top trim level, you're still only in the the upper upper 40s. So it's an amazing value story. Uh, like you said, it's a car that's built for America. It's built in America in our uh, facility in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And it's uh, it's really been doing well for us. It's it's exciting to finally be in this space. When we come back, we're going to round out the hour, and then it's time to take these vehicles off-road and find out if their muscle is where their mouth is. Keep your radio tuned to Como News. More Our Auto Expert is on the way. Nick Miles, and this is Our Auto Expert on Como News 1000, FM 97.7. So in the next hour, we will be checking out all of these vehicles on road. We'll be taking them on a course specially designed to test their capabilities and see how they can get over some extreme conditions and some not-so-extreme conditions. That's as our show continues here from the Ridge Motorsports Park as we take a look at America's best SUVs and CUVs along with the light trucks. Of course, you can follow us 24-7 at our website, ourautoexpert.com, and you can also go to all of our social media channels where you can find more about these cars, trucks, and SUVs that we've been talking about on today's show. That is on uh, Twitter, on Instagram, and, of course, on Facebook. And the great thing about Instagram is you can now follow hashtags. And, of course, you can go to Podbean where you you can hear the entire broadcast of this show and all the previous shows that we've done. They're all available. <coughs> They're all available on Podbean. It's Podbean slash our auto expert. You can download them and also follow the shows as they're uploaded every week. Thank you for listening, and when we come back, it's off-road time. Let's get muddy. Como News. There's more to come with Nick Miles. Stay tuned. Our auto expert will be right back. It's a Northwest Lifestyle Weekend on Como News. Welcome to the Fast Lane. Our auto expert with Nick Miles continues. And welcome back to the testing of our portions where we're taking a look at the best SUVs, CUVs, and light trucks of 2018. And we're at Mudfest here at the Ridge Motorsports Park in uh, Shelton, Washington. A beautiful day today, but of course, it's the wild northwest. So we have set up a course where we can put these vehicles through their paces and test how muddy we can get them and how capable they are. Now, uh, for this particular portion, we're inside the Nissan Titan and I am not in the driver's seat. Uh, Kevin from Nissan is in the driver's seat uh, driving the Titan because I need to hold the radiophonic equipment. Uh, Kevin, tell me what we're inside of. Yeah, we are in a Titan Pro 4X King Cab currently, so it's our half ton. Um, those of you who are aware of Titan, you know we also have the Titan XD, which comes in a Cummins diesel and also uh, the gas version as well. But this one is the Titan half, half ton King Cab. And uh, how capable is this vehicle? I think we're about to find out, but uh, but very. Um, this is our Pro 4X edition, so it's it's very capable off-road. Um, Bilstein shocks, a lot of different goodies that are created just for this type of driving. So uh, let's see what it can do. You're kind of a dude, aren't you? Like you're, you're an outdoorsy guy, you like to hike, you like the, uh, so the Titan is perfect for you. 
It is, yeah. Uh, like I told you earlier, I went for a little hike yesterday out by the resort we're staying at. Um, so yeah, I am I am in my element out here. I absolutely love it. Definitely beats uh, sitting in the office, that's for sure. Uh, so what's the course like today? Uh, w- walk us through some of these uh, exercises. Ooh, we're driving over. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a challenge. It's not. It's not. It's not too rigorous. Um, the Titan can handle it pretty well. Um, getting around some of these turns are a little tight, but you know you take the take the right angle. Uh, hopefully, I can get this next one here without a two point turn. Um, but I really so like. We're the, going into a left-hand turn here that is fairly close. It's about two two tractor tires wide, and uh, you actually have to swing around pretty tight if you don't want to bank the vehicle up onto the left-hand bank of mud. Uh, definitely very muddy, very off-roady, and uh, you guys, you made it. Made it, just just barely. Glad I got some practice in before this. A few beeps there from the uh, the parking assist system, which we can easily turn off with a button that told us we were getting a little bit too close to the mud. Uh, a left-hand turn here again, and uh, then we're going to go into another right-hand turn. It's really like an S slalom here, but uh, an off-roady slalom. Yeah, it is, and it, it gives a good opportunity to show off the turning radius on all these vehicles. And um, and this, I mean, this is a big truck, but you can get around these these turns if you take the right angle. So it, it really is, is an opportunity to show off um, that that radius pretty well. Okay, we're, uh, we're a little hill here, probably about four foot high that we're going over, but coming up, we are going to go over a much bigger hill that is uh, fairly muddy, and then there are some water features. So uh, this hill we're just about to turn left into. Uh, what, tell us what we're going into. <clears throat> yeah, so this is probably my favorite part of the course here. Um, we're going down a little hill here, and then straight up, and then back down. So this is a really good opportunity for us to use the hill descent control. On the Titan, um, essentially, you, you click this button, and it, it does most of the work for you. When you get to the top of the hill, you, you pop on the hill descent control, and uh, it'll get you right down that hill, nice and safely, nice and slowly. And uh, we got a great around view monitor camera too that I'm gonna I'm gonna show off here as we go up this hill. Now, so this hill is probably about 25 foot high um, and uh, fairly steep. Like walking up it would be a challenge. And here we go up the hill. We can see the surround view camera all around us. It shows the hill on both sides. We got to the top. Kevin's braking a little, and now the hill descent control, you hear it kicking in. It just uh, rolled us to the bottom of the hill. Uh, nice right turn, and then we're going to go back onto the main course, uh, but there is uh, there is some mud coming up, isn't there? Yes. Yeah, let's, let's get a little bit dirty. I, I love that part, too. All right, you're talking my language here for off-roading. <laughs> uh, there's also a much bigger hill we're about to take on, which is probably about 40 feet high off of uh, the ground level, and we're starting just slightly up the hill. Let's see how this Titan powers up and over the top of the hill. What does the Titan cost? Uh, this one, as is, is just over 50000 um, so obviously it varies by trim level, um, but very affordable. The single cab starts just below 30, and then it goes up to about... 55, 60, depending on what, what you're looking for. The zero gravity seats were invented in conjunction with NASA. So right now, my backside is very squishy. When we come back, more from the outdoor course and getting dirty and muddy at Mudfest here in Shelton, Washington. Stay tuned. There's more to come with Nick Miles on Como News. our auto expert on Como News. Here's more with Nick Miles. 
All right, we have jumped inside a new kind of SUV at uh, the Shelton uh, Motocross Sports here, the Ridge. And this is a PHEV. And if you're unfamiliar what those letters mean, a PHEV is a plug-in hybrid electric vehicle. It is the Mitsubishi Outlander PHEV. And Erica is at the wheel because, again, I'm holding the microphone -y stuff. Uh, this vehicle is what I would call a green city slicker vehicle, but it's off-road. Absolutely. Hello, everyone. Uh, how, how does it do off-road? It does great. As you can see from this drive, uh, we have our super all-wheel control system in the car, so all-wheel drive is great. And uh, I think you need to get into the car to test it out <laughs> yourself. It's very capable. Uh, PHEV, this was the very first plug-in hybrid electric vehicle uh, to market as an SUV. Um, tell me some of the stats about it, uh, because you can drive it just on electricity alone. Absolutely. So you can drive it on electricity alone, as Nick mentioned. It's about 22 miles full electric. Um, MPG is about 25, MPGE about 74, uh, 310 uh, total driving range. Uh, the car itself has a 12 kilowatt lithium ion battery, and then it has a 60 kilowatt twin electric motors, one in the front and one in the rear. Uh, we're going over a few hills here. No problem whatsoever. In fact, uh, even bad drivers could probably make it around here in this car. Uh, I want to explain something to people that don't perhaps know what uh, MPGE is, uh, and that can be confusing. So we we heard that this vehicle will do 25. Is it MPG? Correct. So 25 miles a gallon is what you'll get just off the gas. The MPGE is when you combine the gas and electric together. And MPG equivalent is basically what you would pay for gas if this was only a gas vehicle so it would be about 72 miles a gallon if this was just a gas vehicle that is impressive because who doesn't want 72 miles a gallon now how long does it take to charge and uh, how much electricity do I have just just on electricity so everything um, that he said is exactly right um, just electric um, you have a battery that never fully depletes so the cool thing about this car is that we have a DC fast charger so what that means is you can charge the battery in up to 25 minutes or less and we are one of the only cars to have that in the states um, that to me is absolutely outstanding and the fact that uh, I can go on electricity alone how far does it go on electricity alone about 22 22 miles so knowing that most people's uh, um, commute is less than 20 miles each way you could technically drive this vehicle to work mm -hmm. and then recharge it and drive it home and never use a single ounce of gas that's exactly right that's my commute so I can get to work on a full battery charge it at work and drive back home and I rarely touch the gas so it is quite impressive that I can go weeks without filling up my tank with gas um, let's just we're gonna go through some mud and slush here and everybody's getting nice and muddy as they ex exit the uh, the drive you probably didn't know this we just went on an, in a fairly extreme course and uh, we had a radio conversation inside this vehicle so clearly capable off-road how much is the Mitsubishi Outlander PHEV going to cost me 
Yeah, it's actually priced very well. You uh, have a starting MSRP of under 35,000 and it contains a lot of great features as Nick has mentioned. Um, we also have some awesome features including a charge function while you're driving if your battery is running low and you wanna charge that or if you wanna save your battery, you can do that as well. We have some advanced technology features as, uh, including forward collision mitigation, um, rear crash traffic alert, going down this hill that we just went through there is a, a camera 360 camera and a bird's eye view which is very helpful on a course like this now mitsubishi is part of the alliance between uh, sort of renault and uh, nissan so yes. you're sort of part of the renault nissan group as well and there's big changes happening uh, in mitsubishi right now uh, i know that you have a new uh, head of the company who's really pushing forward and one of the things we've seen is some big changes at the company if you're looking for a mid-size family SUV, this is definitely uh, one of the vehicles you should test. And if you're ecologically minded, as many of us are in the Northwest, uh, this might be a home run for you. Uh, test it out. When we come back, more off-roading. Let's get money and nasty. Keep your radio tuned to Como News. More Our Auto Expert is on the way. He's Nick Miles, and this is Our Auto Expert on Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Welcome back to uh, the Ridge Motorsports Park. We are in Shelton, Washington, test driving 26 of the top SUVs and light trucks in North America. And probably one of the vehicles that stands out the most is the Sprinter van. Why is it here? Why are we test driving it? Well, it's a four by four and it's also configurable. So technically this could be your family's vehicle. Ashley is at the wheel from Mercedes-Benz. Um, I think you're pretty impressed in how this vehicle does, aren't you? I honestly have been. I you have driven Sprinters to move before, but this is my first time taking it off road and also my first time with the 4x4, and I've been really excited. We're seeing trucks even now back up around these corners, and as we go through, you'll be able to see the Sprinter handles it very smoothly. I haven't backed up once yet today. So the, the Ford F-150 is in front of us, and it's going around one of those tight hairpin bends, and uh, it, it couldn't make it in one go. It had to do a three-point turn. Now, it is a long wheel-based vehicle. That's gonna be their excuse but not for the Sprinter. The, uh, this, this vehicle is uh, pretty awesome. I went to the launch of the, uh, the current Sprinter van in, um, I think we had it in South Carolina, and we did a whole bunch of four by fouring with it. And it was amazing to uh, see that this vehicle has some cool technology and some real capability. I got the wheels off of the ground on uh, one side. And also uh, a cool feature is uh, actually is the crosswind feature in this vehicle. Yes, we have the crosswind assist, and with a vehicle of this size, you, that's definitely needed to just kind of keep it in place. And as long as you're not steering against it, it'll come into play. So here's uh, one of my big questions. Mercedes-Benz, pinnacle luxury company in the United States, but also commercial van manufacturer? That's absolutely right. I think it's safe to say that we are currently filling almost every vehicle segment. Uh, I, I love the fact that the Sprinter is also kind of where the bar is set, right? So everybody tries to make their version of the Sprinter. That's also correct, but I think the Germans have proven that they truly do it best, and we're seeing that out here on the track today. 
so now so one of the things that people are doing with the sprinter vans is they're also converting them into uh, I would well they call them conversion vans which is quite simply they can make them into whatever you want I've seen luxury versions of them I've seen luxury transportation versions of them I've even seen a car company that put seats from Bentley's in the back of uh, sprinter vans to uh, to make them like high-end luxury vehicles that have bars etc so you can really do anything once you have the shell yes yeah, so that's actually our upfitter so anything is truly possible with that it's like a custom your own sprinter and it's really great because if let's say you're a blue collar worker you're a technician you want your vehicle arranged a certain way or even someone was telling me at this program that their friend sells clothing out of the back of her car so she has clothing racks there so as we were talking we just went around uh, one of the more extreme obstacles here which was that big uh, big hill of about uh, 15 to 20 feet and this of course you probably noticed absolutely no change in uh, us talking because it was highly comfortable so there's our tour of uh, the sprinter van you may have thought that 4x4s meant Jeep Wrangler as well it doesn't it means big things like Mercedes-Benz sprinter van as well when we come back more off-roading I'll be getting dirty and muddy even more than I already am Homo News. There's more to come with Nick Miles. Stay tuned. Our auto expert will be right back. Como News. Time to set it on cruise control. This is our auto expert. Here's Nick Miles. Not all vehicles have to be SUVs and big SUVs to make an off-roading vehicle and uh, we are back at the Ridge Motorsports Park. We are test driving 26 of America's best cars, trucks and SUVs and I am inside, I'm going to venture out here and say one of my favorite small subcompact SUVs, the new Hyundai Kona and driving is my friend Laurie Schultz from Hyundai. Uh, this is cute, this little car. Thank you. Uh, we like to refer to it as a small crossover with a big personality. It does. Uh, it, it, the color is extremely bright. And I, I did actually go on the launch of the Kona in Hawaii and I nicknamed it Kona Wana Licky Lime, but it's actually called, uh, it's called Lime something. Twist. Lime Twist. And it looks like a Lime Twist. Not only uh, is this a beautiful Lime Twist on the exterior, but it has lime twist accents on the interior. So you put some little accents around things like the air vents, the sh gear shifter, and tubing on the seats as well, which really makes the inside pop. Yes, it does. Uh, and we even offer the interior like this on a couple other exteriors. So you can get a gray with the green accents as well. I love that idea. Uh, this vehicle not only is shaped amazingly and drives amazingly, it has two different engine choices, doesn't it? And, and I'm trying to talk to you as you're negotiating uh, <laughs> off-road hills and uh, big turns. And uh, so there may be some, you know, vibrations going on here. Uh, you offer it in two different engines. We do. This is a 1.6 turbo with a 7-speed DCT. And then we also offer it in a 2-liter. Uh, and I actually do like the 1.6 because it's peppy, it's fast, it's responsive, uh, it's very economical on gas. Uh, but it, this vehicle, just because it's small, because it's the small, is this the smallest SUV you make, right? It is. This is about 12 inches uh, shorter than the Tucson, and then we also have the larger Santa Fe. 
even though this is small and cute, it is not uh, having any difficulty dealing with the off-road course. No, not at all. Actually, uh, it's doing quite well. It has a, a ground clearance of 6.7, so obviously we couldn't do too steep of a climb, but it's, it's performing great. Uh, this is probably everything a family needs. Uh, one of the things I do love, of course, about all Hyundais, 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. But uh, this vehicle also comes with uh, some cool safety features, doesn't it? They do. I mean, it, it comes with uh, blind spot detection, uh, hill climb descent has, uh, sorry, uh, as I'm climbing here, um, a lot of comfort features. It even comes with the head-up display. That's, yeah, that, for something this size that comes up with a heads-up display. We're going over a hill now where Laurie can't see what's the other <laughs> side, so we're, we're a little apprehensive. Oh, and there's a big truck once we got up to the top of the hill. Uh, the, the fact is it also has the uh, the emergency braking, the full the full emergency braking. Uh, that is not found in any of the competition as well. So that that's the cool thing about it is. And it also has a reasonable uh, starting price as well. I know that you can get into these vehicles for around $19,000. I don't see anyone below okay. us. So. You can get into these vehicles for around $19,000. But the cool thing is, Laurie, I mean, even if you give it every single option, which, by the way, there is only one option package. We're sure going to make... Which way to go here. Yeah, I think you go straight. You'll be fine. There's, <laughs> there's a big hole on the right, and I think we're going to have no trouble That's getting it. in and out of it. All right. Yeah, so. and, you know, also the car has the lane keep assist. I mean, it, it's just rear cross-traffic alert, everything you would really want. And to get it in a small crossover... Um, to me is outstanding uh, and it is outstanding especially for the price right. uh, what, of what you can get for this vehicle we did the whole course it probably seemed like we didn't do very much there because uh, this vehicle had no trouble making the whole course uh, they go they start around $19,000 there are four different trim levels if you get to the highest trim level with all the packages the worst damage you can do to your wallet is around $30,000 amazingly reasonable my i think that this definitely performs the best in the uh category in which it's been named and uh fingers crossed but i think it's very well deserved if we do win it it's you know for 29.8 everything you want in a car and more i don't know i'm it's excited cool. I, it's I'm very it's glory right. thank you very much when we come back one more ride and then the results of this year's mud fest will tell you who the winners are more Our Auto Expert with Nick Miles is coming up on Como News. Start your engines and they're off. Back to Our Auto Expert, Nick Miles. This is Como News. All right, it's our final ride of the day here at the Ridge Motocross Sports Park in Shelton, Washington. And I have jumped in. Uh, one of the trucks that has caused quite a bit of ruckus in the truck industry. Uh, it is the Honda Ridgeline. Uh, with me is my good friend Davis Adams, who also uh, at this moment in time happens to be the West Coast rep for Honda. Uh, but by the time this airs, Davis will be uh, going back to his home uh, state of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, Davis, besides that uh, great piece of news congratulations on uh, becoming a southern boy once again uh, this honda ridgeline turned the truck industry on its head and upset many of those hardcore truckies because it did an awful lot of what the big trucks can do without all that mechanism and and all that uh, sort of hardcore mechanical parts underneath didn't it yeah it did so first of all nick thank you so much for having me back on the show and thank you for the fanfare i appreciate it um <laughs> You're right. The Ridgeline, you know, we debuted this thing in 2017, and 
Um, it's, it's the second generation truck, but it remains the only truck in the industry that's built on a unibody platform. So what that means is rather than the old school ladder frame that you see in other trucks and also things as old as the Ford Model T, um, you have something that's a little bit more like a crossover and because of that, much more drivable on a daily basis, but without compromising the truck-like capabilities. Right, you use a lot of cool electronics to be able to make this vehicle do a lot of what uh, big trucks use mechanical parts for. And it also comes with things a lot of other trucks don't have. I mean, one purely family and entertainment base, it has bed speakers. Yeah, that's it, it does have the uh, the truck bed audio system, you know, so you can send your music to the back if you're tailgating or washing the truck or anything like that. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of electronics going on here. You know, this is the first truck ever in the industry to become a top safety pick plus with IIHS. And the reason it has that is because we have the suite of Honda Sensing in, uh, safety and adaptive aids all built into this thing. Uh, we have LED headlights, LED taillights. It's a really safe truck, but then it also has a lot of great technology like Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, and a really cool torque vectoring all-wheel drive system. And that uh, torque vectoring all-wheel drive system, where a mechanical system might do the same thing, uh, you do it for a fairly inexpensive amount of money and it's absolutely as successful as those big mechanical parts. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing how well, because we're actually going over this uh, this dirt road right now um, and through the off-road course, and it's it's very seamless. You know, there's, there's no real thinking required here. You just kind of point the truck where you want to go, and it goes because the all-wheel drive system is always working. Now, we do have an intelligent traction management system, and that allows you to pick kind of what what kind of terrain you're going to drive on. And then basically you say, I'm on mud, I'm, on, I'm in sand, I want to, you know, drive in the snow. You tell the truck that, and it just goes. Um, we're going over one of the bigger hills here, about 20, uh, 15 to 20 feet of the hill with some nice big slushy mud underneath. Uh, no problem whatsoever. I mean, you wouldn't even have known that we were doing a radio interview inside a truck which was currently off-roading if I hadn't told you that. Uh, this vehicle also has quite a lot of good uh, entertainment features as well. So we have a nice infotainment system. We have digital gauges in front of the drivers. Everything, um, or in front of the driver, everything on the inside is easily adaptable uh, by just the push of a button. That's right. It's, it's very easy. Like I mentioned before, the intelligent traction management is a single push button. You just tell what kind of terrain you're on. And, uh, and then obviously the audio system with all the CarPlay and all that stuff is, is super easy to use. I love the fact too that you have the plug in the back which I've actually used a uh, Vitamix to make milkshakes in so uh, or make uh, health shakes. Sorry. Yeah, yeah or, or, or margaritas. Or margaritas, yes. As long as you're not driving. That, well, yeah, of course. That's, that's just for the tailgate. Davis Adams, thank you very much. When we return, the winners. Who won each category? We'll go through it in our Auto Expert. Keep listening. Nick Miles, our auto expert, is moments away on Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Jump right in and put the pedal to the floor. Our auto expert with Nick Miles continues. Well, thanks for listening to our show from the Ridge Motorsports Park in Shelton, Washington, where we drove 26 of the top SUVs and CUVs in North America and had a lot of fun doing it. Winners are as follows. In the large family SUVs, the Atlas won for VW. In the off-road category, it was the Jeep Wrangler that won. We talk about small CUVs and SUVs. It was the, it was the Hyundai Kona that took away that award. As far as the trucks are concerned, the Ram 1500 took away that award for the trucks. 
Our luxury segment was won by the BMW X2, and the final winner that took the flag for overall winners was the Jeep Wrangler, which is the Northwest's Outdoor Activity Vehicle of the Year. To see these vehicles and follow us on social media, go to OurAutoExpert.com. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and we're on Instagram. And you can follow the hashtag OurAutoExpert to find out the latest about cars, trucks, and SUVs. Homo News 1000 FM 97.7. Our auto expert with Nick Miles will be right back.